You're listening to a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of 770 CHQR. Good morning and welcome to The Strong Room on 770 CHQR. I'm Wayne Nelson. It's a new year for this weekly program. Before I start, though, I want to take a moment to remember the former host of this show, Peter Watts. My history with Peter goes back to before the 88 Winter Olympics, and of course I worked with him for many years at this radio station. He was more than just a colleague. He was a friend, a good guy, and I'll miss him. From everyone here at the program, McMillan Estate, and in particular, Sherry McMillan, our condolences to Peter's family. The listeners to the show have come to truly appreciate the insight and advice from Sherry McMillan. You know, it's that time of year, Sherry, when a lot of folks think about heading to warmer climes. But it's important not to overstay your welcome because the IRS won't be sympathetic. And it's always a good idea to make sure you have the right medical coverage. So there are some things about health care that a life planner has to take into account when a client walks in the door and says, here's what I propose to do for the next while. One of the challenges, obviously, that we all face when we're designing our life plan at this phase of life is that we're shifting from our working career into retirement. And so there's a lot of joy and expectation for people to start their travel and exploring the world because they now have the time to do so. So we're often asked different kinds of questions around this area and arena because frequently you're losing health benefits that you had with your employer. And so you're foregoing those to transition into retirement and you may not be as protected as you once were. Now, some employers will transfer those benefits to you for the balance of your life if you qualify under the pension schemes and so forth, but not always. And so you have to really balance and understand your plans and what objectives you have and what is going to follow you into your retirement phase. Now, of course, in Canada, we are very lucky because we do have a broad stroke healthcare program that protects us for our necessary um, to keep us alive situations. And that's what the legislation reads. So ultimately, we are all protected here. But if you leave too frequently and too much in your travels, you could end up without coverage. And so this is a really dangerous thing to not understand well. And every province is different because each province has their own form of health care. So you have to determine where your primary residence is going to be. So although I have families that may live In Alberta, they actually file income tax in BC because they make their cottage in BC their primary home. So now we need to look at the BC healthcare program, not the Alberta healthcare program. So you need to determine first, uh, who are you and what province are you associated with? And then each province in general has a similar rule, um, but I don't want to qualify all of them today. But generally, the principles are that you have to attend Canada for at least a calendar day every six months, or you're not a member of the community here in Canada and you forego your health care benefits. So this is the first uh, priority, obviously, when people are contemplating travel. So some people say, well, I want to go take a year abroad. It's a really common thing we hear. Um, I'm going to take my backpack when I'm 58 before my legs give out on me and I'm going to go around the world. Well, the challenge is if you do that, you may lose your health care in that process. So we need to understand that. The second thing that we have to really give contemplation to um, is as we age, 
it's not a given we can buy exterior health programs to cover us when we travel. And so, you know, thankfully the industry is progressing and allowing older clients to purchase travel insurance, but they also um, are governing real life circumstances such as heart, stroke, cancers, uh, they may not cover you when you're traveling if you've had some of those occurrences. And so you really have to look at each contract properly. Um, I always encourage all families to utilize travel insurance because as we all know, uh, healthcare bills while we're traveling can be quite exhaustive and destroy an estate and your retirement plan if we're not careful. So all of us should be giving contemplation to that area. But even further than that, if you are a person that um, has health concerns over your life, you may want to actually purchase your own healthcare program so that you have that privilege of traveling in your latter years of life. So I'll, I'll just share with you a, a cute story. One of my clients that grew up in Ireland but immigrated to Canada, obviously in his retirement, he wanted to go home and spend some time with his family. But because of some of his situations in health, um, he could no longer rent a car in Ireland but he was able under his Alberta driver's license to buy a car in Ireland. And so the way we kind of got around it um, was that he purchased the car for the year that he was going to be traveling there. And then when he came back to Canada, um, we actually just sold the car off and on he went with his life. So, you know, it takes some creativity sometimes to figure out how to give yourself the protections you're going to need and the insurances that you're going to need to safeguard, most importantly, your health. Because as we all know, that's all we really have. That is our affluence in life, is our time and our health. And so we can't neglect this area in the life plan. And so many people do. They just ignore it, put their head in the sand. Um, travel and just hope that they understand the rules, but we really should define them and know them and also stay current with them. That's the other really important thing. Um, years ago when I was studying at UBC, I was shocked to learn how underfunded our healthcare program is and what the actual definition of it is. Although we have a good program in Canada, it says that we only have to be provided for, for the necessity of life. So not extras, not, um, some things that you might think are necessary for life. Necessary for life is a very fine definition. And as healthcare costs escalate, as the aging population grows, we don't know what the tightening will be like. So we have to self-steward our own healthcare and make sure that we are protected properly. It's one thing to recover from a heart attack and get the help you need to do that, but it might be something different if you want cosmetic surgery. That's right. And, you know, I have a, a client right now and she went into the U.S. and they covered her for the heart issue she did have, speaking of which, but they didn't cover her for the complications um, because that wasn't necessary for life. And so she had to pay those bills in the U.S. Um, until she got back to Canada. And although she utilized her receipts to be refunded by the Canadian government and the Alberta healthcare program. Um, it was pennies on the dollar of what she'd actually spent. So, you know, really need to know the information because many of us are choosing during this phase of life to spend many, many days, many weeks, many months and years abroad. And you have to know what the rules are. Ignorance is not bliss in this area at all. You know, I think about people who go outside of Alberta and in some cases outside of Canada for some type of surgery, whether it's dental work or orthopedic or something like that. 
They go away, they have the procedure, they come back to Canada, and now they're expecting to be taken care of in their recovery phase. And I wonder how that's handled legally from a health standpoint and how you have to think about those kinds of things when you're building your life plan. Well, it's a global world, really, when it comes to medical treatments that we can all, you know, attain today. Um, There are particular areas that if you're willing to pay, you can have a treatment. Uh, Stem cell, for example, in Europe is really common. And so what is happening in my experience, especially in the affluent families or the families that have a good, solid retirement, they're making choices to utilize their wealth to protect their health. And so, you know, we frequently see families here in Canada going to the Mayo Clinic, for example. That's a really common understanding. Um, I have another client who went for a experimental treatment in California to bind his heart so it quit growing um, with special wiring and it's actually prolonged his life. But we don't have that treatment here in Canada. So one of the complex areas uh, is healthcare, and I'm no physician by any stretch of the imagination, but what I do know or observe in our families is, you know, we'll all go where we're going to have uh, proper care provided for us so that we can have longevity in life. However, in saying that, sometimes we have to also contemplate how the follow-ups will happen as you're making mention. So my client that had to go to California He frequently has to go to California now every year, but it's not covered by the Canadian government because it's not a treatment offered by the Canadian government. So, you know, in each circumstance, the answer will be different. Um, I had a a client who had heart surgery in the U.S. more urgently because he chose to go to the U.S. and the Canadian government paid, I think the surgery was an example 72,000 US he paid and the Canadian government reimbursed him for 28,000. So they would consider that necessary for life, but they wouldn't pay the same amount. So he wanted it more urgently. He couldn't get it more urgently in Canada. And so in turn, he had to cover that differential. So there's a lot to think about um, and a lot to understand in your areas of healthcare. And of course, these are the decades we're worried about our healthcare because we're shifting into retirement. It's never too soon to start a life plan. It might be too late to dictate your wishes if you don't have documentation in place. Life plans are all about maximizing wealth, protecting assets, and minimizing tax. They're about making sure your wants and needs are protected and your wishes are honored. You can get a lot of good ideas about life planning by going to MacMillanEstate.com and reading the blog topics that are posted. Then call the office weekdays during business hours at 403-266-6464 and make an appointment to sit down with the McMillan Estate Planning Professional. The McMillan team will take you through the process step-by-step and craft a plan specifically suited to your wishes and needs. You can also take in one of their free seminars to learn more about the process of building a life plan. The next seminars are February 26th in Edmonton and the 28th in Calgary. It might be the best 90 minutes you can invest in your own future and the future of those you love. We're back with more in a moment on The Strong Room on 770 CHQR.